Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids like yours, and all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Smart journalism. Fascinating topics. Words that describe CNN's podcast, The Assignment with Audie Cornish. We are revisiting the public school culture wars. What have we learned from the kids who fought against book bans? We really started the club to get students reading these books. Students have an opinion in this fight, too. How has the war over books sparked a backlash to the so-called parents' rights movement? It's not okay what they're doing, and they're being watched. Listen to The Assignment with Audie Cornish. Streaming now on the iHeartRadio app. Hi, I'm Antonia Blythe, and this is 20 Questions on Deadline. Joining me today is Alison Bree. Welcome, Alison. We got second place in my seventh grade lip sync contest for one of the songs on that album. The one that was like, you've already won me over. Oh, that's a good one. Yeah. It's a very slow. all the options. In spite of me. Like, what did we do? It's so slow. (laughs) Don't forget to listen to 20 Questions on Deadline. Thank you again, Alison. Thank you. The numbers told the story they always do. This is a numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSEN. It's one of those idiots who believe in analytics. Our number two of a numbers game at Visa, the sports betting network, Visa.com, the Visa app, Fubo, Sling Game Plus, iHeartRadio, YouTube TV. It's all brought to you by BetMGM Nevada, Gil Alexander, Jeff Parlay. And in a bit of a, uh, a scheduling quirk, we typically have uh, Bill Krakenberger in studio with us unscripted on Thursdays, but because it's the Masters this week, and you may recall last week he was on with us, and he's like, hey, uh, you don't mind if uh, I come on Wednesday and we get Casey Kerr from down at Augusta? We're like, uh, do we mind? Of course not, we don't. Ladies and gentlemen in studio, it's Bill Krakenberger. How you doing, man? Hey, how we doing, all right? Good. Great to see you. On a... Oh, there's your music. I'm sorry. Unscripted oh, with a Crackman. Cool. Yeah, we are. Uh, yeah, Wednesday, uh, unusual, and... Um... Yeah, this is a really good thing, though. Casey Kerr's coming on live from uh, the Masters, and he's down there at the Azalea House, which is like the historic place that um, they do interviews and stuff. It's uh, it's cool, man. I mean, Casey, I think over 30 Masters this guy caddied. So. Well, he's been on the bag of uh, Ernie Els in his career, Vijay Singh, among others, in his career. How about, how about uh, Payne Stewart uh, and, and the King? Arnold Palmer. And the King Arnold Palmer. Arnold Palmer. Oh, I buried the headline, didn't yeah. I? Yeah. Wow. <laughs> wow. Fred Couples. I mean, he's, he's had some unbelievable storied career. And is involved in all kinds of businesses. Well, I'm told we have him from uh, from Augusta here at the Azalea House. Casey Kerr, everybody. How you doing, Casey? Wow, there you are. Doing great, guy. Yeah, doing great, guys. How's it going? It's going very well. Casey, Casey Bill Bill was very amazed that uh, we were able to execute the Skype thing. I well can't done. believe it. It's unbelievable. <laughs> I mean, well, I told them, Casey, you just got it. You just you just threw away the flip phone last summer, and now you finally uh, have a smartphone. So uh, I, I told him, I said, can you download Skype? He said, I never downloaded anything in my life. He said, I don't know what that even means. Well, I got, I got D here with me. Oh, thanks, uh, D. With, uh, with uh, hospital, Azalea Hospitality, and in fairness, D did it all, and he was great, and I appreciate his help. Oh, wow. Really cool. Casey. And I'll, I'll, pass, I'll pass it on to him. So, yeah, you wanted to get uh, me on Skype, and he did it in about two minutes. It was cool. Wow. Casey also has an Instagram, though, so he's not, like, completely in oh, the dark cool. on stuff. Yeah. Uh, Casey. Yeah, I'm not totally I, – I'm not, I don't have Twitter, but, uh, yeah, I do have Instagram. <laughs> Case, give, give, um, give us some of your history, because I said over 30 Masters. Is that right? Tell, me what, tell, tell the fans, what, what, have you, uh, what, what have you done in your uh, short career here, or long career? <laughs> well, 35 years on tour, over 1,000 tournaments, caddied in over 125 majors, caddied for 14 guys that have won majors, nine of which – are in the Hall of Fame, six are former number one players in the world, and a lot of great 
courses around the world and I've visited a lot of nice places and I've watched some great golf and unfortunately I've seen some bad golf. <laughs> so, and, and where's and where again is the accent from Casey? I was born in San Antonio, Texas. I was raised in in uh, Southern Maryland. I love it. All right. Look. I was yeah, I was raised in Clinton, Maryland. It's the home of uh the Mary Surratt's house. That's where John Wilkes Booth unfortunately planned his assassination against Abraham Lincoln. So it's a very historical state and a very historical town. Wow, really cool. Let's plan an assassination of this uh, golf tournament here. We want to win some money. Uh, Casey came on a couple of years back, I think two years back. We had him on for the British Open, um, and uh, he gave us about five golfers that year, uh, and one of which – uh, won the tournament. It was eighty to one here, I believe, um, at the time. Was, was that um, uh, Shane Lowry? Shane Lowry, yeah, that was pretty Shane good. Lowry. And of course, uh, like I said, he gave us about five guys. But it's always good to give us a little peanut bets on the long shots there. And we're hoping you have some insight this year and uh, can tell us what's going on down there because you're there. Yeah, I actually have a, a surprise uh, winner that I have not mentioned to anybody that I've been uh, wanting to share with you today. So we'll see what happens and uh, look forward to sharing it with our listeners. Well, we appreciate that. Uh, for, before we get that, because we're all curious to hear that, Friday expected 20-mile-per-hour winds, Casey, at Augusta. Do you, I mean, to what extent do you expect that to wreak havoc on the field? Or are golfers so good today that we're overstating the impact of something like that. No, no, no. The the reason that's impactful is because the strategy and the flight of your ball needs to be adjusted. And so the measurement of how you far you need to hit the shot versus how far the wind is going to hold the shot up. And then sometimes if you play the wind and the wind just settles for a second and you flight it down so low, the wind doesn't even affect it. So let me tell you, the wind is a big factor. And the most difficult wind to caddy in is a crosswind. Into the wind and downwind, you can pretty much figure it out as a caddy. You can see how fast the flag is blowing, one club, two club, half a club. But a crosswind, right to left or left to right, absolutely virtually impossible. And that's the one that is the most difficult. And I'll tell you why. My left ear is still ringing sometimes from the tongue lashing that I got from my players in a crosswind. <laughs> <laughs> is, is there, I mean, so crosswinds might, might be kryptonite for everybody, but are there any specific names in this field that you, uh, in your experience, recognize as golfers that are actually competent in the wind or are there other golfers that don't do as well? Oh, sure, sure, sure. You know, there's courses for horses. And so if you look at wind, you got to look at Texas. You got to look at all the places in the, in the world where wind is just common. Like in Scotland, if it's a sunny, windy day and it's 60 degrees, Sandy Lyle, he, he's in heaven. You think of Las Vegas, I remember one year at Summerlin, we were in Vegas. We were lying like 70 seconds. Sandy shot even par, and it was blowing a hoolie. I mean, it was blowing at least four clubs. He shot even par, and we were like tied for fifth. Wow. So, you know, you know everybody everybody handles it differently. And like, like, like at a racetrack, you know, you got some horses that are mutters, and some just like the sunshine. But same with golfers. Some that flight the ball too high. Like, let's say a Greg Norman back in his day, you know, a windy day doesn't really favor a guy like that. So a low ball hitter, like guys from Texas, Florida, Scotland, Ireland, uh, England, those type of players that grew up on that every day of their life, they have a slight advantage. But then again, you still got to execute. Case, every year that I follow the Masters, it seems like there's a name on the leaderboard, whether it's like Immelman or Zach Johnson, or last year it was probably Zalatoris. Is there a golfer that might fit the mold this year of uh, one of those kind of type of guys? Yeah, in the words of Bill Murray, you know, there's a Cinderella story always around the corner at Augusta. I think personally, from looking at the leaderboard over the years, uh, I look at the leaderboard as like crazy glue. You know, if I see Bill Krakenberg's name up on the leaderboard and he's my golfer, I want that name to be stuck on that leaderboard. I don't want it to come off to some guys that see the name on the leaderboard and all of a sudden they panic till it comes down. You know, that's not good. But what I've seen 
you know what they say, let the trend be your friend. The trend that I've seen over the last five to 10 years that's just been creeping along is amateur golfers. And I think the amateur golfer, the quality of that player, it, it, it used to be talked about, you know, people made fun of the amateur because they, they couldn't play the course very well. Their scoring average was through the roof. Now, amateur players get their name on the leaderboard and they don't come down. I think within the next 10 years, there'll be an amateur you know, to win the Masters. Wow. I know that sounds. Wow. I know that sounds out there. I mean, look at Bobby Jones. I mean, everyone forgets Bobby Jones was an amateur, and uh, I think didn't Bobby Jones win four majors? Wow, wow. So it's it's not, and you know, he's one of the founding members of Augusta. So I do not think that it's a far reach or a stretch to see that happen. And you got to give a lot of credit to you know guys like Tiger that that these young up and comers that are playing college, you know, their mindsets now and their goals. And because of technology, you know, they can read and learn about the course so fast and then they can execute it in their mind. And so like when you're a little kid on the putting green, you go, okay, this is to win the U S open. Oh, you know, you're just kidding. Oh, this is to win the masters. So they've rehearsed it so many times. Now they're regimented, they're tough and mentally they're ready to go. So I think that it is not, too far of a stretch to say there will be an amateur someday that will be slipping on the green jacket, which I think is it's just great for golf wow. worldwide. And maybe and, and maybe this time there's a bet for somebody to make on an amateur top twenty, top forty, that kind right, of thing. Yeah. Right, right. Yeah, they, well, yeah. They, I, I, Casey doesn't know. I can angle tell you right, right now. now. But yeah, they, they put yeah, up I, top twenty here, Casey. What were you saying, Casey? Yeah, I could, I could, I could tell you right now. There's no doubt I would make uh, some type of wager on the amateurs finishing top twenty because. I guarantee you, there'll be an amateur this week that'll finish in the top 20. You, let, look, I mean, we got to wait and see, but these guys are so pumped up, they're so jacked up, but then on the other end, they're very calm, and they already have it in their plan, and so to them, it's not a surprise to see them up there because they expect to be up there, so their expectations are are high, but not too high where you know they panic when their name goes up there because they've already rehearsed it. Very cool. Case, you bring up a good thing. Uh, you know, I, I never asked them, no one never asked you this. You mentioned the leaderboard. So, do the golfers themselves look up at the leaderboard and know where they are? Or do, is, that, is that your job as a caddy to tell them? Or do you not tell them? Do you just let them play their game and stay in their groove? Well, uh, you know what? That is a great question. And it depends on the golfer. Everybody's different. Uh, there's one theory that says, Okay, you look on the leaderboard and you're one behind, and, and you and you say, okay, let's bury the next hole. Well, you're automatically trying to birdie every hole anyway, so maybe you're just putting extra pressure on yourself that's not necessary. Now, there's some that say, I got to bury the next hole, like, you know, like like say someone like Phil Mickelson, and you know that's what motivates it and charges it and makes them more focused and dials in at the pin, you know, back in his day. So I think it's an individual type. Of answer, you know, some people want to know and some don't want to know, you know. So it just depends on the golfer. Talking as a caddy, as a caddy, you definitely want to know where you're at. Talking to Casey Kerr, who has been on uh, the bag for many of the greats, including the King Arnold Palmer, Ernie Els, VJ Singh. Uh, we'll keep Casey here after the break. He will give us the name of the person that he hasn't told anybody else yet that he thinks is going to be the Masters winner. We'll get to that next. Right here on a numbers game at VEASAN from Augusta, Casey Kerr, the Sports Betting Network. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break. And consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner. The rise. The fall and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 
Billie Eilish and Phineas O'Connell, they're with us today on Crew Call. I'm your host, Anthony D'Alessandro. Billy's vocals, it was automatic art. You know, I had to like choose a more challenging route than just like, da, 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 da. You know what I'm saying? Like it could have been like easier. And a lot of people have asked me like, how did you choose to have it be so soft and like so simple? And what else was it gonna, like that's what the song wanted. Thanks for listening to this episode of the Crew Call podcast on Deadline. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. Oh, my friends love it. I love that it's kid-safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. The Masters tees off tomorrow, in case you didn't know. And there's still time to get betting intel from our experts. We'll have a breakdown of every golfer in the field, plus futures bets and matchups in our Masters Guide, available now on VSIN.com. We also have best bets from the host of uh, Long Shots, Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans, and special guest this week, Scott Van Pelt. Sign up today and get full access to VSIN through the Masters. The start of baseball season in the NFL draft for only $19 at VSIN.com slash spring. It's Gil Alexander. Alexander, Bill Krakenberger in studio with us. And as this is becoming an annual tradition here on the show, uh, Casey Kerr, kind enough to join us from Augusta, from the Azalea House, um, has been a caddy for so many years and has won, has been on the bag of so many majors. Casey, let me ask you a question, and it's caddy-related. Uh, a lot of people are talking about Justin Thomas, and Bones is on his bag this week, and Justin Thomas doesn't have the most stellar history at Augusta, even though he's obviously one of the top golfers in the world. Can a caddy like Bones McKay make that big of a difference in JT's performance this week at Augusta? Well, that's a great question. Uh, let's face it. These guys are the greatest golfers in the world. I think sometimes they get too carried away and, and talking about how much a caddy can help or, or, can, or cannot help. We have to remember this. A caddy can hurt a player just as much as he can help a player. I think the player has to lean on himself, more importantly, first. And a caddy can have one time on the front and maybe one time on the back where he can be impactful and weigh in on a choice, a decision, the win. But let's not, we like to, uh, Kays like to say this in the business too. Let's not over caddy the deal. I mean, come on. Uh, you know how many shots I've hit in 35 years caddying? <laughs> yeah, exactly. I've hit none. And let me tell you, there's a reason that I don't hit them. I can't hit them, you know? So, uh, I mean, I think to your point though, when Justin Thomas hired Bones, I thought right away, I said, you know what? He hired him for one reason. He knows he can help him get around Augusta. And you got to remember one thing about Augusta. You cannot win the tournament on Thursday, but you can lose it. And so Bones' job, uh, which he does, you know, fantastic. I mean, he's great at what he does. But just to keep him calm and relaxed and maybe not be too aggressive and let's limit our mental mistakes and let's not compound them. In other words, if you hit it in the tree on Thursday or Friday, pitch it out, take your medicine and go and get your bogey, get a putt at par and go on to the next one. Let's not compound a mistake with a bigger mistake and all of a sudden we look like a numpty and our score is going through the roof and you're thinking, oh my God, then you hit the panic button, you walk off with the eight and you go, what in the hell were we thinking? So, you know, there's a couple sides of the coin to look at there, but the main thing that I think is patience, patience, and don't try and be too aggressive on this course. Because one thing about this golf course, players like DeChambeau have found out, 
the golf course will eat you for lunch, and this golf course doesn't take any prisoners. If there's one weakness in your game, I don't care if it's chipping, putting, driving, whatever it is, you will be exposed at Augusta National. It takes every ounce of talent with every golf shot that you can imagine to, to win this tournament and to slip the green jacket on. Wow, very cool. Casey, you know, you told me something the other day when we talked. We talked for an hour and a half at 3 in the morning, by the way, uh, Casey time. And uh, you told me something about the lottery is legit. So the Masters website has a – every year you go on, put your name on the lottery to get tickets for the Masters. And I'm a cynical guy, and let me tell you something. I'm a realist, too. I know how these things work normally. But you told me, no, you absolutely know people that have won the lottery and were able to get the hardest ticket in golf, the Masters, for the price of, I think it's 75 bucks or something per day. Uh, is, that, is, that, is that correct? And also, where does a fan get the most value on the golf course? If someone was to get for first time, they're so overwhelmed. Where do they go? Do they go to 18? Do they go to 9? Do they uh, go to the 1? Where do they go? Where do they get the most value? Well, I mean, which question do you want me to answer first? Either one. Go ahead. Let's do the lottery thing first, being legit. Okay. I was one of those cynical persons that never put my name in the hat because I thought, oh, uh, they, they, that doesn't work. And then when I started meeting and hearing from people that I know personally that hit it, and then a couple years ago, I put my name in, and I'm thinking, all right, come on, maybe I can hit one. So 100% definitively, beyond a shadow of a doubt, the lottery is for real. Wow. As, far as, the, as far as the most value on the golf course, and you, you added something else there, too. What was it? You said the most value on the golf course. You yeah, where does a fan get the most that. value? What hole? Or what, or what, oh, yeah, they're yeah. They're overwhelmed. Oh. So. Right. Well, one of the um, unique parts of Augusta is when you go in there, you hit the merchandise tent first. A lot of people don't know, but you can go in there and buy a, a master's chair. You can put that chair anywhere on the golf course, and no one is allowed to touch the chair. You could put it in the front of the green of the tee box at number 12, for example, or 18, uh, number 12 at Amen Corner in the front row. When you come back three hours later or at the end of the day, your chair is still there. Now, someone may be sitting in it, but obviously they have to get up when, when, when you get back there. But they have a standing rule here for years. You put the chair there, no one touches that chair, and that chair stays there all day, which is cool. The biggest value on the golf course in my evaluation over the years is park your chair behind the seventh green. The players come up straight up at you out of a chute and, and the ball's coming right towards you at the green at number seven. So you're the closest to a golfer there. You can also see him come down number two from the seventh green. You can get up out of your chair and go watch him tee off on number three, or you can watch him tee off on number eight and then go back to your chair, or you can watch him come down 17. So the biggest dividend for your money the biggest bang for your buck is you'd say you park that chair behind seventh green you got value in golf all day long you want to watch an approach shot a tee shot a putt a chip every every part of the game right there is within 50 yards so that, to me that is that's value that's quality the other place the other place to watch it, which is a fan favorite, naturally, down at Amen Corner at number 12. I mean, the, the view down there, to be honest, is a vision of true beauty. I mean, sitting there at number 12, you just mesmerize because, you know, it's sacred ground. And so those two locations are great. And then the final one, you can park your chair at 18 because everyone likes to see what happens on Sunday at 18. You know, see the final putt or chip go in the hole. And you see the person react with their arms up in the air or, or hugging their caddy or hugging their wife or their kids or all the above. It's just pretty It's pretty cool to watch that. It's exhilarating, actually, is how it feels. I wrote all that down for the, the mythical time when I win the lottery or when you take me, Bill, yeah, to, no, no, to no. Augusta. The, the prices are out of control this year, though. Yeah. I mean, literally 2000 for Thursday. Resales are 4000 a day they're asking for Saturday, Sunday. Uh, and they're getting it, by the way. I was so, going to say, I'd still go at that price. It's, it's really crazy. All right, Case, we need some winners, man. What do you like? Who's the guy? Okay, uh, uh, Bill and I did talk about it. Uh, last night I was at T-Bones. That's where I hang out uh, all week. And uh, Brooks Kepka's caddy was in there having dinner. And I said, I, I said to Ricky, I said, hey, how's your man playing? 
He said, really good. I said, does he have a chance this year? And he said, it is a major. <laughs> <laughs> because yeah, Kepka he, always shows up. He's right? had he, some really he, he good does. majors, sure. All right, so right, you, so but, Brooks Kepka. But, but I think Brooks Kepka has the game, has the mental uh, toughness. He, he's showing some form right now. And for for those guys to say that, I mean, I don't ever remember saying my guy's playing terrible. I mean, as a caddy, I mean, I always said, no, my guy's playing great. Even if he wasn't, I said he was. But, you know, he definitely convinced me that, you know, he's the ticket. He's a guy that could win this week. And at the end of the week, you go, Hey, why didn't we think of him? He was right there in front of us. Now, my my original number one selection was Justin Thomas, and I thought Justin had Bones because Bones has you know a couple green jackets with Mickelson, and that Scotty Scheffler, you know, he's got Ted. Ted's got two green jackets with Bubba Watson. I think those guys definitely will be in the mix. I I think they bring value to the team, and the the thing is. You know, they'll have to step up their game, too, at a critical time, which normally is the last day, the first and last day. But every day is critical at Augusta. So I like I like JT. I like Scotty Scheffler. And, you know, you, you can't – I'm sorry, you cannot throw out, which many friends of mine have thrown him out and, and said he doesn't have a chance because he hadn't played in a while and he's rusty, is the man T.W. Oh, I mean, wow. let's face it. Oh, wow. Let's face it. For value betting, wow. let's say 40 to 1 or 100 to 1 or whatever his number is, if he's on the leaderboard on Sunday, uh, a couple guys said this last night, which I thought was interesting. It's his tournament to lose. Well, uh, wow. Wow. his it, tournament to lose. That's interesting. Uh, you know, yeah, well, we, well, th- well, well, think, about, think about it this way. And, I, and Bill and I had, uh, talked about this. Tiger has five green jackets in his closet. He won the first one by 12 shots. I was here. Sunday, it was anticlimactic. There was no buzz. No one even wanted to go because Tiger was the man. So he gets out of his courtesy car, and he's in the player lot. And he knows that he's got five jackets in the closet. Casey, we appreciate it so much, man. We will let you go. Enjoy your day there. Enjoy the tournament. We can't thank you enough. Thank you. Thanks, Case. Casey Kerr. Thank you, Bill, for hooking it up once again. Good stuff. Our annual Casey Kerr appearance from Augusta National. Coming back more with the Crack Man right here on a numbers game at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Want more Masters Insight? Uh, check out VEASAN's Long Shots podcast today. Brady Cannon, Wes Reynolds, Matt Humans. They got a breakdown of every golfer in the field, plus futures bets and matchups. SVP's on with them. Download the Long Shots podcast now at VEASAN.com slash podcast or wherever you get your podcasts. While you're there, catch up on every VEASAN show as well. And once again, the Beating the Book podcast with our 86th Masters preview with Joe Pita, the man who literally wrote the book on the Masters in terms of analytics. Uh, he's on there as uh, as well as Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin, my primetime action partners, who model golf and hit outrights left and right. So you want to check that out as well. Again, the Beating the Book podcast linked. I'll retweet it uh, on Beating the Book. Uh, we get tweets at Beating the Book. whole bunch of uh, feedback from all different segments. This is from where do we start here? Uh, let's go to... Uh, all right, Jason H11 talking about earlier when we were saying how some people aren't getting the uh, tennis picks right. He said, uh, remember what the uh, the great George Carlin once said. He said, just think how stupid the average person is and then realize that half of the people are even more stupid than that. Thanks for all the tennis picks. Well, not stupid. We don't want to use that word. Just some people had trouble with the names, I guess. Uh, Henry's boy, too. Gil, thanks for the tennis picks on my way to the tourney now. Can't wait. Oh, is he on Charleston, I guess? Bainbridge DeWeese. Uh, I was excited to get Claire Lou at minus 116, put in my password, and it immediately changed to minus 130. Hmm. Ed Blust, getting limited on my tennis picks at books in faraway places, thanks to uh, Gil getting it done, kicking their butts there. Uh, they're on to us, slash sports betting. Joe C71Store, a big offshore book that rhymes with Movada's down yet again. I think last time it was down for like a week. Horrendous. I think it was another book that was down for like a week. Uh, this is from, do-do-do-do-do, thank you, Joe Peter, for showing, Doug Wedge. Uh, I will never not call him, this is after Jason's segment with his master's picks, I will never not call him Christian uh, Hoot. now, <laughs> after Jason got through with that. Um, all right, re- people reacting to the uh, the guy who had the challenger pick 
and the person who was losing two points away from getting beat quit. Uh, some people speculating maybe that guy had a bet on himself and knew that it would get refunded. Um, who knows? This is from Jim Stir. Love this episode. Just wondering, can you let a guy know how you would apply for the lottery at Augusta? Awesome. And then Eric Armetta, I could watch Bill and Gil talk with Casey Kerr all day. Great stuff. Thank you to Casey Kerr. Thank you to you, Bill, for yeah, having no Casey on. You've texted him for long shots that yeah, he might he, have? Yeah, he didn't say nothing yet. Okay. Um, we'll see if he You know uh, what? I have, I have a question. Yes. For sports books in town. Mm-hmm. I, I, I can't make bets on this software uh, so many times. I'm sure everyone's had problems with this. Is your Wi-Fi on? Wi-Fi on, Wi-Fi off, toggle it on and off. It doesn't matter. I just like Usually that's the tr- uh, yeah, it's, it's location, location timeout. timeout. Usually it's, if you go off on the Wi-Fi on some of these, it'll work. Yeah, it's it's uh, I'm off Wi-Fi. And, and, you know, it just, I don't know. We're, 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 we should be so advanced now uh, that, yeah, I did it again with the Wi-Fi off now, acquiring location. Um, it's this, super, this happens it's with super frustrating. It's frustrating. Yeah. It's the South Point app. It's the Circa app. It's the Westgate app. They goes all use the same software. I would think that the the bosses have to know that this is this happens. I mean, shouldn't we be caught up with? with I mean, in some cases, like you know, this happens all the time to everyone. Though, in some cases, like our, our buddies here at the South Point, like they're just sort of. Uh, they're sort of slave to what it is. They don't, you know, they don't prefer the one. I, I don't think. I don't, yeah. I, don't, I don't want to talk out of school. Yeah. But they, I, they're not in control. Let's say of it. They would, they would make the changes if they could. How about that? So I'll, I'll even tell the people the bet I'm trying to make. Uh, yesterday, I, I text Jeff Benson uh, about the, the Masters. Nicest uh, guy in the world, Jeff. Yeah, Benson. nice, nice guy. I said, Jeff, you have uh, these matchups up. They were, they were up like Monday. They were up on some matchups and. They have their own like in-house matchups, which I wish was the case that they had this. This was a regular, um, um, you know, matchup on the Don Best rotation. You can bet everywhere. So they have some in-house and again location timeout. So I'm going to give this out, and it's, it'll change by the time I get to it, probably. I'm sure. But I did bet it yesterday, and I asked Jeff. I said, "What's the limit?" He gave me an amount, and I asked him for much more, and he said, "Come on down and uh, yeah, make your bet. At one o'clock, you can have the limit you want, which was a very large limit." And it was uh, Tyrell Hatton plus 120 over Matsuyama, yeah. which I bet for a limit bet. And Matt, I also Matt am Brown. trying to bet it now for – I was betting it now for a couple thousand more, uh, plus 102, and I can't get through. So there's a, there's a bet for you guys if Matt, you have Circa. Matt Brown and Kelly Bidlin made the exact same bet. Oh, really? Yes. Well, because okay. Matsuyama has the the issues. Yeah, he has yeah. he has injury. Former Masters champion, the issues. Um, Inju- I well, think he had and, to pull out last week, and so yep, he's yeah pulled out last week. I think I think Hatton. This is uh, matter of fact. I even bet I even bet Hatton at, at uh, ninety nine to one. They had him ninety nine to one. I've for bet a peanut bet. I've bet Tyrrell Hatton outright Masters in previous years. Yeah, not this year, but yeah, I, yeah, yeah. So, uh, but anyway, uh, Circa really uh, leading the way though. Uh, now, now the other big sports books. I, I drove again to the border yesterday. I drove. This is the third time that I've driven to Arizona in uh, nine is, days. This is your new thing. Nine days. It's three, three times. I like to drive. Are you driving? Yeah. yeah I, I just drove. Listen, it's an hour from yeah. here. It's an hour. I can I can get to the Rosie Saloon, which is a great uh, saloon. Which one, one of our uh, one, of my, one of my one of my buddies on Twitter said, yeah. Bo said, drive to Rosie's Saloon. It's fifteen uh-huh. miles, which is like fifteen twelve minutes past the border. Fifteen minutes. And uh, they have Wi-Fi. You get on, and I, I literally bet everything that DraftKings let me bet. But DraftKings is—they're uh, the leader for futures. I mean, they have NFL season wins up already. Um, yeah, some great, great prop bets yesterday on um, a lot of the players' home runs and RBIs and stuff. And yeah, so and and I love the drive too. Like I said, I'll put on some like Led Zeppelin or something, just something that you can listen to that that's relatable to the mountains and the I scenery. Just, I just I, got an image of uh, you to the to the cashmere guitar riff. Cashmere is one of the songs I listen to both ways. Right, crack with his with his Kangol going to Arizona. Blast, yeah, yeah, blasting. You know, it just yesterday was so windy though. Was jerking the car around everywhere, but it was really cool that drive. Once you see Lake Mead, it's just I don't know. It requires some music in the background. Yeah, I could totally see you doing that. Right. What an image. Yeah, no, pretty cool. Pretty it cool. is cool. So so that's repla- that is quickly replacing your flights to New Jersey. Yeah, that, that actually did. Sure, sure. And, uh, you know, uh, Draft, Draft, DraftKings, again, they are so big on responsible gaming. Uh, you know, my, my ma- your max deposit, because I ran the money there. I had a lot of money there, too. Um, I ran the money there last week. I bet the whole account. So now I'm trying to deposit. And... 
you know, they 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 ask all these questions. Are you sure you're okay? Are you sure? Gambling? Yeah. Are you gambling responsible? And they let me deposit a good amount. I, I have my limits up to uh, a, a good five-figure amount per week. And I'm trying to get it higher though, because I, I again yesterday I deposited twenty grand. It's gone. So I, I, they won't. I have to go through a, vet, a vetting okay? process again. Are you okay? It yeah. reminds me of a time I bought my uh, I bought my girl something years ago, a few years ago. And it was, and you know, it was like a, a way outlier purchase on right. my part that right. I was normally doing it. And Visa sent me an email. I swear, he <laughs> sent me an email. I mean, Dear Gil, are you okay? I wow. just wanted to make sure. <laughs> and you know what? I, I what? I had a sense <laughs> to write them back. You know, a matter of fact, I'm glad you asked. I don't think I am okay. Why would I have done this? <laughs> right. Oh wow! Yeah, but I didn't. But you're still yeah. with her, right? Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. The oh, yeah. You, yeah, did, yeah. You, and then, then the answer is yes, you're okay. <laughs> so funny. They're like, are you okay? You feeling all right? Yeah. Why would you do this, man? Yeah, it seems yeah, a little yeah. above your head. <laughs> but that was the gaming equivalent of what you were talking sure. about. Responsible uh, gaming. How great, though, Casey, uh, Casey Kerbat to Casey for a second. What's interesting is obviously he's not a better. Did he send you one right there? Oh, um, I just want to see if he answered me. Yeah. Uh, no, he's he's not a gambler at all. But he's not. But no. He, but yet, yet he will once in a while bet on something, but but nothing yeah. big. Yeah, he's not a gambler. But what's interesting is that you, so you know the question about the wind. I think what's fascinating about it is obviously we're trying to do this for our own purposes, right? To get, get betting insight, which you know he he did give us he did give us the names. He really loves the Brooks Kepka angle. He really he really likes. He really said, essentially, don't sleep on Tiger Woods in this. But what's, you know, when I asked about the wind, I, I forgot this about Casey. So he'll never say anything bad about anybody. He, no, he, he, won't he won't say won't. that's not a good wind golfer. Yep. He won't do that. And and he'll, with the wind answer, the good side of it, he gave the states where they're from or the countries, right? He was like, Texas, Florida, guys from down there where there's bad wind and uh uh, Sandy Lyle yep. in Scotland, right? Yep. So he did all that, but that's always interesting with him. Yes. Um, now, now the other night, I, I, he hasn't answered me back. The other night, he did give me a couple uh, guys to keep in the mix. Okay. Um, Leishman last year was in the top ten again. Brady brought up 125 Leishman. to one, by the way, at Circa when, yeah. when, I, when I played him. Um, he said, never throw Dustin Johnson out, you know, yeah. of, of something. But I don't like playing favorites. He's about 20 to 1. And uh, Paul Casey has a, has a long shot, too. Just these are peanut bets now. These aren't – I hate betting into these kind of pools because of the juice. You know that. Yeah. However, um, these – if you could search around, let's say, let's say you have all your apps. If you have all your apps, now it's not a 30% hold no more because you're getting the best price on each golfer. So you're lowering your house edge. I'd rather bet head-to-head golfer versus golfer. Um, so, uh, and I believe the Circa every day, I, I hope maybe, maybe you know, I think they lower their percentage hold on Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and they get down to like, you know, 12 or 15% on, on Wednesday. So I think they lower the hold each day, um, which is good. And I did most of my betting at, at Circa. Um, Circa, believe it or not, Circa and DraftKings. I find some value at Dra- DraftKings. On, um, I found someone at 55, the one at DraftKings, that I couldn't find less than 50 anywhere, left 45. So, again, these are little peanut bets. And, uh, yeah, I got some more stuff when we come back from okay. the break. Brady uh, had Leishman this morning as well. That man you see in the car with the Kangol with the Led Zeppelin blaring is Bill Krakenberger <laughs> on his way to Arizona. Coming back on a numbers game at Visa. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to HelpMyGamblingProblem.org for free confidential services. I'm Dr. Sanjay Gupta, CNN's chief medical correspondent, and this is Chasing Life. Three out of four U.S. adults are considered overweight or have obesity. 75% of Americans. Dr. Fatima Cody-Stanford Our weight is one factor that plays a role in our health. But by itself, it doesn't give us the full story of who we are. We have to look at our full person. Listen to Chasing Life, streaming now on the iHeartRadio app.
Welcome to the Scene to Scene podcast. I am your host, Valerie Complex. Today, I am chatting with Ji Young Yu. Ji Young stars as co-lead in the six-part limited series, Expats. I think I learn a little bit with every character that I play. I think usually I play a character and it causes enough introspection that I learn something about myself. I honestly can't gush enough about Freaky Tales. I'm so excited to share it with more people. If you like what you hear, be sure to review, like, and subscribe to the Scene to Scene podcast. Have you heard about the social media platform for kids? It's called Zigazoo. It's a great place where kids like me can come together to make fun videos. Zigazoo is moderated by real live people who review content before it's posted on the feed. Oh, <laughs> I especially love the dance challenges. So much fun. Oh, and there's no comments or messaging, so you don't get any of that negativity that's all over other social networks. All my friends love it. I love that it's Kids Safe COPPA certified. Uh, I don't know what that means. It means it has built-in privacy protections for your online data. Uh, that's great, but I wouldn't be doing Zigazoo if it wasn't fun. She would not be doing it if I didn't think her data was safe. Zigazoo, the world's largest social network. For kids! <laughs> Download the Zigazoo app today. A numbers game with Gil Alexander on VSIN, the sports betting network. Oh, a little uh, stutter step right there at the beginning there. BetMGM, the king of sportsbooks, unleashes the spirit of Las Vegas with BetMGM Rewards. Every time you make a wager at BetMGM, you can earn BetMGM Rewards points that you can redeem for online bonus credits like free bets and risk-free tokens. Planning a trip to Vegas, you can also convert your BetMGM points into MGM Rewards points that you can use towards dining shows and hotel rooms at over 20 MGM Resorts properties located on the Las Vegas Strip and nationwide. BetMGM Rewards, sports betting's premier loyalty program featuring exclusive offers, incredible experiences, and valuable perks. When you wager on the BetMGM app, sign up with BetMGM or Log on today to get an even bigger piece of the action with BetMGM Rewards. Eligibility restrictions apply. Visit BetMGM.com for terms and conditions. It must be 21 years of age or older to wager. Please gamble responsibly. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. Skill Alexander, we get tweets at beating the book. Just want to read a couple here. This is from Jimmy Grotta, Bill, talking about your uh, your trouble making the bets. Yep. He said, not sure if this helps for geolocation, but under the app name in the settings, uh, location, if you toggle the precise location off on, apparently it goes location to precise location. If you toggle that off on, that usually works. That's interesting advice. Wow. Thank you, Jimmy. Precise location is on the, uh, yeah, he's right about that. I, I never hmm. did that before. Thank you, Jimmy Grotta. Uh, Look at this. It worked. It worked. It worked. There you go. I did the precise location. I did it. All right. Thanks, buddy. At King James Deuce. I'll let you know if you cost me 2000 Jimmy Grotta, yeah, yeah, you might have cost him money, Jimmy. There's <laughs> always that. Uh, that was very useful. Wow. Uh, Chris Hartman, Gil, biggest miss for me at Bet Bash was not saying hello to Crack at Circa on Monday. He was in deep convo with Fats, though. Oh, yeah. I seen I seen him there, and uh, I, I went, uh, let, me, let me see, Monday. Was I there? Oh, yeah, yeah, I was there Monday. Yeah, I had, I had lunch with some guys at uh, the, at the, uh, the old uh, Binion's uh, Grill there. And, uh, yeah, well, I mean, uh, next time, say hello. Sure. Yeah, Chris, great yeah. guy. Great guy. Met him at the uh, conference, too. Oh, good. Too. Yeah, there's some nice people, man. I, I, I actually... Uh, uh, you know, regret saying hello to a lot of people, but some people come up to me when I was there, uh, I, right, right outside the Vison Studios there, and um, it was nice. We had some deep conversation there. It really was. It was, uh, it was, it was Steve who, who was known as Fats on on Twitter. Mm -hmm. It was um, Matt Metcalf. Yep. And uh, two other guys that I really respect. So it was really. Uh, I had the right the right team there talking about stuff. Bet, Bet Bash Two was Bet Bash Two was the greatest because Jason and I were talking about earlier how Sloan back in the day, right? So there was Sloan Sports Analytics Conference at MIT, which I went to six years in a row when it was in its early stages, which is sort of what Bet Bash was this year, right? Right. You could have a I had a five minute one on one conversation with Mark Cuban. I talked sure. to Mike Carey, the NFL ref, for thirty minutes, just me sure. and him. So it was this wonderful thing. But the betters, it wasn't really a betting conference, right? We just had a betting panel. But we stopped going to the panels, and we just sort of broke off, and, the, and all the gamblers would hang out. Right. We'd go to Celtics games. We'd have things. But in those days, not everybody was super cool, yeah. right? There's a lot of sharp elbows. People were still, like, making names for themselves. Very people, interesting. Not everybody was all, like, cool. This, 
everybody to a to a person, to a man. Nice. Uh, just as nice as could be, as gracious as could be. It's nice to see that people's attitudes and people's demeanors have changed through the years. Yeah, that's maybe good. it's a product of getting older, or whatever yeah. it is. But it was it was fabulous, man. Yeah. Uh, that, you know, I will repeat this conversation because this is an interesting subject matter, and I didn't tell you about this yet. So I get a text. Can I give the – okay, you, should we do the background on this first, or do you want to do the story first? Yeah, no, this is about the golf. Oh, it's about So the- I get a text that yeah. Tiger's caddy is looking for a room, looking to stay in Augusta. Looking, he, he, asked, he asked Casey. Now, Casey doesn't even know you can bet on these type of things. So, right. so I get a text and I, uh, that, that, you know, hey, well, this is going to be a big year for, because I was going to, I was going to Augusta. I was going for Augusta for Wednesday, Thursday. And um, I, I decided not to last minute because I'm going next week to Hilton Head. That's the tournament I always go to. And I just, I was only going to go Wednesday, Thursday. What was I going to do for like Friday, Saturday, the next week? So uh, I get a text that, uh, Tiger's Caddy's looking for a room. I said, wait a minute, Case, hold on. What do you mean he's looking for? This is like, Friday, there before. I said, so is Tiger playing? He said, well, well, yeah, he's playing. He's looking for a room. I said, uh, he's, and I was like, wait a minute, you could bet on this in Vegas if Tiger's playing, yes or no. You could bet, will he take one stroke? Uh-huh. So, uh, but, I, you know, he was like 95% sure. So I bet it for a max bet at Circa. I bet it a second time, minus four to one for a max bet. He moved it to sixteen to one. Yes, it, so, got, it got really high. I, I, and the, the comeback was nine seventy. I was thinking to myself, "Wow, this is an amazing scalp." But I, I, you know, I didn't do it because I, I trusted. But I wanted to bet it. I wanted to bet it again, but I didn't want to lay thirty-two thousand and get now to win two, two grand. Uh, but yeah, it went to sixteen to one. Unbelievably, people ate up the dog. And the next day, it went down to three to one again. I saw that, yeah. Again uh-huh. and again, pound, and again went up to fifteen. And then to one. it finally off the board. Yeah, and off the yeah. board. But and and uh, hopefully he hasn't teed off yet. But hopefully he will. Let's get to this subject. So so, th- so that you were you were willing to to bet on this is this is another matter, and this one was much more much more serious, much more widespread. Yes. Uh, perhaps people know about the story, but it's Professional Fighters League Challenger Series event. Flagged for suspicious betting activity after the league said fights were pre-taped. So David Purdom and uh, Paula Levine did a, uh, I hope I'm pronouncing Paula's last name correctly, did a great piece on this at ESPN. Others wrote about it. But essentially, bettors who wagered on a mixed martial arts event that was billed as a live broadcast this past Friday found their accounts under review over the weekend. Uh, after it was flagged for suspicious betting activity, and the Professional Fighters League said the fights actually took place a week earlier, and it was promoted as a live event. So, you got a text. I got a text on the April 1st, wherever that is, and he says, uh, what's the spot you go to in Arizona? Um, something came up for an Arizona book, and it's with, um, you know, I'm not going to mention the sports book. For a reason, because now there's a dispute going on, so I'm not going to mention that uh, with certain sports book, but a few of them had this, and he said it's a lock, and I said, come on, you know, this guy doesn't talk like that, mm-hmm. never, mm-hmm. never talks like lock, but he never told me actually that the event was over already. They were put up, they put up something that uh, this professional fighters league, which was on tape, and the sports books didn't know it, and they they already knew the results. Well, I got to tell you. Um, he didn't tell you. He no. He 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 did. But I, I, I got to tell you though, I'm not interested in betting something like that. Here, that's even worse than going to the counter here when they have the Patriots. Uh, you know, minus 17. It's plus 17. Right. That's still a gamble, even though you're 95% to win it. Yeah. This was 100% lock because yeah. they were on tape. Now, I I won't I won't do that. I won't do that, even by, under different by, name. I, I by, won't do it. By the way, the minus 24 plus 24 thing, Yeah, I won't do that either. No. Yeah. yeah, so you would never do this. Yeah. But with the sports books that have cheated me, I would definitely do it. Two of them in town, I would do it to in a minute. But this wasn't one of them. This wasn't one of them. Yeah, they have cheated me in life, and I feel they have cheated, so I will uh, be happy to do the same thing back to them. But, however, um, you know, 99% of the books, I'm probably getting text on this now. Don't talk about this. But 99% of the books uh, I, I would not do that with. And uh, now make there's Make sure this, it's not Casey. I think they, I think they actually, um, I, I think they actually uh, paid out. I didn't read that article yet, the Purdom article. I think uh, fans will put them up and they paid everybody. Uh, I, I guess that's just them saying they just don't want to dispute. Just pay them all. You know what I mean? And uh, that, that's it. But, um Anyway, that's you, you, you just you, you know with legalized sports betting, you just can't have this kind of thing happen. 
You just yeah, you think they would have more a grasp well, on that? Well, you can't promote an event as live if it's happened. Like you right. just get like we, I mean that's that's where the root of all of this starts, right? Yeah. The sports books are sort of you know their action they're they're posting the lines is derivative of that. The mm-hmm. fact that the, you have an event that is being promoted as live when it's already been completed, and so right. yeah, I mean. You just, I mean, it goes without saying. You just can't have that because it's going to create all these problems. My only question is now, do they give back, which they should, give back the money on this Square Joe's that bet 20 bucks on a fighter because he likes it and lost? Do they give back that money too and say, hey, you know what? That was on tape. Let me give you your 20 bucks back or your 100 well, bucks back. One would hope. Yeah, one would hope. So, one would uh, hope. And I'm not I mean, down in no one for doing anything. Uh, listen, in the, for the most part, they're going to give back the money anyway. It's like it's like the, you go to the crap table and you say you had something, and the box person says, just pay them. Pay them the money because they're, I mean, they're going to lose it back anyway. But your question is a valid one, right? Because let's just say there have been some people here who have had disputes with certain sports books in the past too, and one of the things that, that is brought up is, oh, well, you don't want you don't want to pay the winner. Did you go around refunding the losers too? Oh, you didn't, as it turns out. Right. So I mean that's the thing, right? Right. It's like, oh, you 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 want to you want to quote a rule that that or you know something in this case it's a in this case it's something that's happened already. You want to go ahead and not pay you know not pay those out and justifiably so. But did you you know did you do that for everybody? Right. Winners or losers. Right. Right. Um, before we go off air, we got a couple long shot bets here. Yes. These are really, really, this is worth tiny little peanut bets. And I mean, literally maybe one twentieth would normally, normally a better one tenth. Taylor Gooch, 150 to one or more, uh, Bazuta how you just said, I can't Bazoot and hoot. Bazoot and hoot at 200 to more, uh, 200 to one or better. This is just, uh, that's some, from Casey. Yeah. Some really long shot just to maybe, you know, throw a little tiny peanut bets, uh, that my app's working by the way, crack wins app. We could say that, but, uh, we have all the, uh, winners. <laughs> no, but, uh, but no, that, that's two really, I gotta be honest with you that I would bet like 50 bucks or something in me. So 200 to one, hundred, I just tell her hard to believe that someone like that can win. But there's a couple uh, real big long shots. Casey Kerr, Bill Krakenberg. Thank you, Bill, for all of that. That was fun. Appreciate it. Oh, he was awesome. Lombardi Line next at Visa, the Sports Betting Network. Enjoy. Hey, Sarah, I love that spring break vlog you posted on Zigazoo. OMG, you watched it? Yeah, it was so cool. I think you're so talented. Social media is only positive with Zigazoo, the world's largest and safest social media network for kids. In Zigazoo, all community members are verified kids just like yours. And all content is fully human moderated. Try out Zigazoo this spring break. Download the Zigazoo app today. Infinity presents a new chapter in luxury. The premiere of the all-new 2025 Infinity QX80. Live March 20th from The Edge at Hudson Yards in New York City. Featuring a performance by John Batiste. The all-new 2025 Infiniti QX80 is an SUV designed to help every passenger feel just right. Be the first to see it March 20th at 7 p.m. Eastern, only on iHeartRadio's YouTube channel. Save the date at new-qx80.com. Don't miss it. 2025 QX80 coming this summer. Whether it's your first time betting or you've been gambling for years, Have a plan and know the game. Be aware of the rules and odds before you gamble. Set a budget and never gamble with money you can't afford to lose. Take a break and consider teaming up with trusted friends to help you stick to your budget. Remember, if you or a loved one has a gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER 24-7 or go to helpmygamblingproblem.org for free confidential services. Martha Stewart, the original influencer. When I think about anything, I think about the way that she did it first. The media mogul. The six years ahead, she saw what was coming. The prisoner, the rise, the fall, and the reinvention of an American icon. Once Martha paved the road, everybody else pretty much copied her. A CNN original series, The Many Lives of Martha Stewart, now streaming on Max. 